Hey, Emily. Hey, Stephanie. Want to do a podcast? Actually, I think it's time we sync up with someone else. Hi, I'm Sarah Gregg, and welcome to Sync Ups with Cycle Chats, a space for women to be educated, empowered, inspired. On this episode, we'll be discussing the flow mindset and controlling consciousness. We are complex ecosystems. We can think of ourselves as a world within a world. A fish, for example, its natural habitat, the one that it lives in, knows, experiences, is the sea, the ocean, the lake, the river that it lives in. The bird knows the sky. But we could argue that humans, our natural habitat is really unique because we live within the mind our inner world. It filters our external reality, the perceptions that we have of the world, what we believe to be true, our unique emotions and responses to things that happen to us. And we process our own version of reality on a daily basis. It's a world that is unique to us. Your inner world is one that you will only ever know and experience. And as the sole inhabitant of this world, it's really important that we know how to cultivate our inner world to make it the optimal experience for us and also for those around us. And the assumption is within psychology that if we left this inner world unattended, it would become disorganized and divided. In fact, Mihaly Csikszentmihalyi, the Hungarian psychologist who I talked about in the last episode, who is the godfather of flow and first coined and discovered the term from a psychological concept and perspective, calls this disorganized and divided self psychic entropy. And that's really a state that we all experience. On a daily basis, we can wake up in the morning and we have priorities that are jostling for our attention, conflicting with each other. We want to do the work guide, but we also want to watch Netflix. We want to eat healthy, but we also want the cookie that's in front of us. We want to follow our dreams, but we also just want to stay safely wrapped up in our comfort zone blanket. Other thoughts and emotions can come and really pull our arrow of consciousness inwards. Anxiety and anger, for example. And we're continually flooded by our own stream of thought, often drowning in overwhelm. Now, that all sounds majorly pessimistic, but it's important to recognize that often this is our natural state, like I said. Being aware of how we're naturally prone to disorder can help us exert the effort that is needed to bring order to our consciousness rather than kind of shooting the second arrow into ourselves you know we feel bad about feeling bad you know we feel not good enough and then we shoot ourselves with the second arrow of it's so bad that we're not good enough and all of this just perpetuates this psychic entropy that Mihaly Csikszentmihalyi talks about when really the empowerment and the inspiration comes from educating ourselves on what's going on within our mind and how do we make better choices? How do we learn to control our consciousness? Because let's face it, if the good life was easy, we'd all be living it. It would be really straightforward, 
really simple. We'd all have a manual and a rule book that we would follow. But the reality is on a daily basis, we make choices all the time that are in direct opposition to our best intentions. Flow mindset and the control of consciousness is one way and one tool out of many that we can use to really harness and align with our unique potential so that we can bring our inner world into order so that we can make the most out of our experience on the planet so that we can fulfill our potential, feel aligned, boost happiness, stretch our skills and really make the most out of life. And this is what it's all about. How do we make the most out of our days? How do we optimize our experience, optimize meaning, optimize productivity by optimizing ourselves and our consciousness? Before I continue and dive into the flow mindset and the three conditions that we can use to create inner order as demonstrated by the research, lots of peer-reviewed scientific psychological journals and the characteristics of flow, I think it's really important just to highlight that friction comes before flow. Life requires effort before we can enter the effortless and really learning and making choices to implement this knowledge and information on a daily basis is key. The world is full of information. We don't need any more information. There are countless podcasts, great podcasts like this one, books, YouTube videos, journals, scientific research. You know, we even have access now to professors at Stanford like Andrew Huberman, who if you haven't checked out his amazing podcast, please check it out. Information is a wash right now, but implementation is the key to change. How can you start to make those choices each day to implement the information that resonates with you? The good life is not a recipe. It's not something that can be copied. We need to absorb the information, pay attention to what resonates with us, and then start to cultivate our own unique recipe formula for what the good life means to us. And there, of course, are different ways to do that. And one of which, like I've said at the start, is a flow mindset. This mindset is how we can harness the optimal state of consciousness, the optimal inner experience. And the optimal inner experience, according to psychologists who have researched flow, is when there is order in consciousness. When we rise above the disorder and disorganized, divided self and really bring ourselves into this unified state where all the separate parts of ourselves and life fit together where the past, the present, the future all make sense and have meaning and we merge with the universal flow of life. And in this place, from this perspective or perception of the world, life becomes an exciting journey. It becomes its own reward. We're not chasing after happiness. We're not looking for that carrot kind of dangling at the end of the stick, always earning our worth. We begin to honor our worth and we begin to enjoy life as an experience. And the flow mindset has three conditions, three conditions to create that inner order. And these three conditions can be applied to life as a whole. 
which if you remember from the last episode is unified flow. And that's really the ripple effect of life, small actions that align with our own personally compelling goals that bring thoughts, actions, emotions into alignment. And from this place, we really optimize meaning, or we can kind of have these peak experiences a bit like a wave. If you imagine kind of like an image of a wave, imagine that kind of like rise up, hitting the peak and then exiting and kind of crashing down. These are optimal peak experiences or flow state experiences. These are transient and transcendent. It's where we feel at one with the world, this kind of like cosmic unity with the world around us. And the three core conditions are the same. We can apply them to experiences like the wave, the flow state experiences, or to life, like the ripple unified flow. And those three core conditions are as follows. One, we need clear goals. Two, we need to perform those clear goals to our optimal level of challenge. When skills and challenge are kind of finally balanced at a perfect ratio so that the task isn't so difficult that it pulls us up into anxiety, which creates that disordered kind of self, or not too easy that we drift into boredom or feel impassive about it. And then finally is immediate feedback. We understand what progress looks, feels, and sounds like so that we can reward the journey, so that we can enjoy that feedback that it is a job well done or a life well lived. And when we have these three core conditions, we are able to more regularly access flow, both as a state and as a way of living and leading life. Now, these three core conditions aren't something that I have kind of like made up or plucked out of thin air. They come from extensive research, mainly completed by Chexa Mailhai, the Hungarian psychologist, but it's also been built on by neuroscientists and some really great work has come out of Stephen Kotler's Flow Research Collective as well on these core conditions and how we can apply them to our everyday life. Now, when we apply these three core conditions to either a task or our lives, we get certain characteristics that show us that we have entered this flow mindset. These characteristics are a deep sense of meaning and purpose, a feeling of alignment, a feeling of being connected to something greater than ourselves. In the flow state experiences, we feel like our sense of self disappears. We lose the inner critic. If you can think of a time maybe when you had just a great conversation with someone and you sit down, it could be over a coffee, a glass of wine, on a hike somewhere, and you say you're going to stay for like just a quick 30, 40 minutes. And the next thing you look at your watch, three, four hours have passed and you have no sense of time. Time distorts when we're in flow. It speeds up or it slows down. Maybe you've experienced that as if you've skied or you've played a game of basketball or you've been involved in learning like a dance routine and time just disappears and also the self disappears. Like I said, the the inner critic dissolves. Other characteristics of the state as well is this feeling of, of control, of just knowing what comes next. Each step just merges seamlessly into into the other action and awareness merge from this place. And this is really the feeling of flow, alignment, a sense of control, timelessness, and this feeling of being connected to something greater than ourselves. And when we apply these conditions 
in our lives, we can access flow on a more regular basis. And the great thing about this is when we access flow and we exit that state, the self emerges more complex than it was before because we're always just stretching just to the right level. Like I said, it's kind of like the Goldilocks zone, not too hard, that it feels really overwhelming and difficult and equally not too easy that we feel disinterested in it, but rather hitting that Goldilocks zone where it feels just right. These conditions and characteristics of the flow mindset can really help us control our consciousness, move from the divided self to the unified self, move from the disorganized mind to the organized mind and move from the misaligned kind of drifting purposeless life into the aligned and purposeful life where we're really fulfilling our potentiality. In the next episode, I'm going to walk you through exactly very, very practically how you can apply these conditions in your everyday life on a daily basis so that you can find your flow, live in a place of this flow mindset and really start to discover what flow means for you, tap into your own unique flow and really unravel that authentic self and start to stretch your abilities at a nice gentle pace so that you can fulfill your potential. I hope that you enjoyed this episode. Let us know your feedback on the Cycle Chats Instagram page, or you can pop me a direct message. I am over at the power to reinvent. I'll pop that into the show notes and I'll see you for episode three. We hope you sync up with us next time. 